Hey everyone, this is Oel. And this is Sway. Yes, of MaryPrintOfLife.com. And <laughs> you're checking out the Mary Life <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is where we help high-achieving married entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and of yes. course, have a greater impact. Yes, we are legacy builders, and we are super excited today to get started and to introduce you all to an amazing couple. We have Pedro and Suzette right here. They're going to be sharing their story of marriage, of marketplace, ministry, bringing it all together. And so we want to just go ahead and introduce you all to the show. And the crowd goes, wow! As they should. As they, they're still clapping. I can hear them. Welcome. Hey, guys. So good to see you Thank again. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, we want to first start off with you all just sharing a little bit about your background, um, marriage as well, and then go right into um, to the business part, and we'll talk about how ministry ties all in for you all as well. Cool. Sure. So let's. I'll make it as brief as possible. <laughs> just tough for me. So uh, I'm Pedro Adeo. Uh, it's my wife Suzette. Suzette. We uh, about a year ago we founded something called the 100x Academy, which is um, it's a powerful training program and community for on-fire kingdom-minded entrepreneurs. Uh, before that, we were uh, very heavily involved for about the past decade or so in uh, the financial services business, primarily serving people that are in retirement or near retirement. Um, we have been married 22 years. 22 years. Oh, yeah. nice. That's a crowd, once again. <laughs> yeah, 22 years. And then we have three children. Three kids. We One, have... our first went to college, right? Yeah, well, our, our, well it's away to college. Away to college. We already have a 19 year old that's already in college. He's about to turn 20. And then we have a daughter that went away to college. So Mama Bear is kind of like, oh, I'm still trying to like find myself in that whole mix of like, you know, having one go away. And she's about seven hours away from us. So yeah, that's. Oh. A little hard. And she's 18. And then we have a 16 year old that he's a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Got your hands full. God bless you all. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So we want to ask you first a few questions regarding the marriage and the business. One big thing that we are always talking about is like um, different ways to protect your marriage from the business because we know as entrepreneurs, it can be like really an all, all consuming fire it can be a vortex that it's hard to come out of at times and you enjoy being a part of it because it's like you're wired to do that but how do you protect your marriage from that yeah <laughs> so this is um so i am i am an entrepreneur by marriage by marriage, <laughs> by marriage. um explain that i'm yes i will explain ex- i will ex- explain that so I would say in the, our first 10 years of marriage, I never really considered myself as that entrepreneur. Like if you have the de- definitions of what an entrepreneur is, I really didn't have that um, until I became that. And how I mean by that is that, but just in the beginning of supporting my husband in his um, journey into entrepreneurship, that's probably been now the last 15 years before it was corporate. Now it's been 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I had to find my way in that. And now I'm proud to say that probably for the last 10 years, I consider myself an entrepreneur. Um, 
you know, and I think that that was a role that I had to step into to support my husband, um, to get in the same mindset. But don't, um, but don't you think it was really more in the last year? Well, really more in the last year, of course. Yeah. But I mean, but I'm ten, like 10 years ago, I supported yeah. like the business and I played a role in that. Sure. But really in the last year, yeah. it's really been taking off about, um, just really what that, what that means, right? What that really, really means. And what that means in our marriage too. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say she's always been supportive as right. me as an entrepreneur and, and she was helpful with our financial business and she was at the events and what her involvement in the financial company was very strategic. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a lot of hours, but the time that she gave was very strategic. With 100X, I've really seen her flourish really into a full-blown entrepreneur where she's lots of great ideas, um, really, really completing the vision, really helping me deliver. 100X, one of the greatest compliments that we have about our movement is it's not just we don't have fans. Right. We don't have fans. We don't want fans. Mm -mm. It's not even a community. Mm -mm. We're not just building a culture. All those are great. And they're, that's the high bar for most secular companies is to build culture, build community. We actually have built a family. Yeah. Right. This is yeah. a family. And the kingdom is a family. Yeah. Absolutely. And most kingdom things don't actually have family. You can use the word kingdom and, and, and you can use the word kingdom and then does it make something kingdom? And so what we have is we actually have built family with a thousand people right. all around the world. And that's costs. Not only does it cost time and money and it costs your heart, like opening up your heart to these people, to this number of people. Mm -hmm. But it also, there's a, there is a grace, there's a grace to, to, for people to feel welcome right. for them to actually you can offer family and someone might not feel family because they still might have their own stuff about connecting. But one of the gifts on my wife's life, and we heard this before when we got saved, you know, 10, 12 years ago, 14 years ago, people would say, oh, you have a gift of hospitality. Yeah. And we did not know what that meant because right. we're Portuguese. That was just normal, right? You know, right. having people to your home, <laughs> cooking, feeding them, sit down, making them feel comfortable. That was just a normal part of ooh. this was cultural for us yeah so we didn't think we're like what are these people talking about like, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> like we thought but, that was just normal but and it, there is some cultural stuff there but but it's more than just cultural like there is a gift that my wife does have of hospitality of of making people feel super special and welcome so the environment that we create in our live events online I could not do 100X is awesome and it wouldn't be as awesome without my wife because she actually brings that piece. So for the first time, like now we're actually doing this to truly together. Truly together. Yeah. The other business was not truly together. It was more support. She helped. Support. She right. helped. This truly we do together. Yeah, of course I still have the primary, I still carry the shoulder, the primary responsibility of, you know, the training, the training, the content, right. a lot yeah. of that stuff. But like, now it's Don't like. Don't ask me to make a funnel. Right. But now, <laughs> like, what my wife is contributing is not just helping me, 
she's bringing things that I do not have. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, and that is, and then, and because of that, now she's growing as an entrepreneur because she's, emotionally invested she's also seeing her own purpose i think start to with she's finding her own purpose aside of pedro (laughs) right it's like aside of just being my wife like this something that like she sees herself moving powerfully in not just as my wife but you know in her own way so i laughed for a couple of years i felt um and this is something that i felt in the in in the past for a while, I felt like I was just Pedro Adeo's wife. Mm. And, you know, it was like, because I really took that lead of that supporting him of, of making decisions and, um, and having that, that, I know that entrepreneur spirit in him and, you know, your the wheels are going around in circles and all these ideas. And I was like a soundboard for him. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Oh, that doesn't sound really good. Um, you know, I, of course, um, I feel that women have, are very great in discerning, you know, and um, I just feel that, you know, I, I had an extra grace with for that, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of who not to speak to. And that guy didn't sound very, you know, yeah. kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even yeah. before we really even knew what, you know, this was 10 years ago. Before we even knew what kingdom was, like, I was already like, oh, yeah, no. And mm-hmm. no for that person. We can't do that deal or we can't move that way. Or yeah. um, so uh, to me, it was really, really just um it was preparing me. I believe it was preparing me to where we are now. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, you know, and we, we have to learn how to communicate with each other. In the beginning, it was very hard, right? Communication, of, especially with an entrepreneur, like I needed to ha- understand my husband and how he worked and how he thought, because it was different than my thought process and how I worked. And so, because in the beginning, there was a lot of conflict of sometimes, you know, I used to feel that, I was being sold an idea, mm-hmm. right? Like the, mm-hmm. that, because Pedro, you know, he has that, you know, I was feeling like I was being sold into the idea and I didn't want to feel like I was being sold to the idea. I'm like, wait a minute. No, I want to be, you know, present me yeah. and then let me make my own decisions. Like, don't tell me how wonderful it is. <laughs> so, so for a few years though, we had that conflict. So over the years, we, I, we learned how to communicate. He learned how, he, to, how to present to me, right? In a way that he's presenting to his partner, his wife, not, not as a client, you know? Yeah. And, and that was really important. And then I needed to, like, give him space to actually, uh, you know, present the whole thing without me interrupting every two seconds. Because I would go, oh, no, no, no. He's like, wait, let me finish. I'm like, no, but I don't like that. Or, you know, and so there was a lot of that. So I think the way that now of how we communicate and how um, is, is wonderful. Like, and that's why we have, there's very little stress when it comes to a new idea or a shift mm-hmm. in our business or an expansion of our business. Like our business is expanding. So like, there is not very much stress. I mean, of course there's, you know, there's time of pressure, of course, because yeah. when you're growing that you feel that pressure or those labor pains mm-hmm. but it's nothing um you know it's nothing overwhelming because yeah. we've we were being we prepared for this we've already yeah. prepared for what you know for what we're that, going through now that is so powerful so good. and you all have really touched on a couple of things that that we really wanted to talk about but but um 
I'll just ask this then, as it pertains to the business, how have you two defined your roles uh, within the business? It kind of sounds like you're on that track to really clarifying that, but how would you like to answer that? Um, I mean, basically, I think, I don't know from a role standpoint, here's how, we, here's how it kind of works. I pretty much have the bulk of the ideas, right? I would say. Um, they're not all good ideas, but I think they're all good ideas. <laughs> I think they're all amazing. Actually, I think they're all amazing ideas for about, the, you know. And then, you know, 10 minutes goes by. The next day, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. So I, I do kind of have the bulk of the like, visionary. The vision. Yeah, yeah, the vision I yeah. do. But there's stuff that sometimes sugar an idea for that's totally cool. And um, I do take things to my wife. I am learning a little bit to not. I'm an external processor. So I learn by talking. I think out loud. Mm -hmm. okay. The problem with this is I would try to do that with her. Yes. That's and an that's awful idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I, I'm just talking through stuff. This might be crazy ideas that like I think are amazing, but tomorrow I'll be like, yeah, that was crazy. But yeah. she's all nervous and worried that I'm going to go <laughs> do it tomorrow. Go do this <laughs> thing. And I'm just talking. Yeah. I'm just getting, I'm yeah. just talking. I, so right. I have friends now that are not my wife. <laughs> I'm doing this stuff with. So I don't have to run her through the mill of right. just, it's emotionally taxing as a spouse. And I, and I see this so often in our, in our community. Like I can just tell, I can tell when people's marriages are, are, are not as good as they think. It's always the guy. The guys think their marriage is amazing. And I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Like your wife <laughs> is hanging on by a thread right now. Like, how do you not see this? Like, and, then, and then I'm like, hey, uh, you know, Francine or whatever your name is. When you tell your husband the truth, how are you doing? She's like, I'm miserable. I hate him. I'm like, you see? And he's like shocked. I'm like, how did you not see? So the, the, the for real though, like, it's, it's, it's emotionally draining to be married to a hardcore entrepreneur and visionary. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. We've learned how to yes. slow down, slow the pace of my ideas, process them through other people, only bring to them her once I really kind of feel like it might be something real. And then I just put it on the table. I don't try and sell it to her, convince right. her of it. Yeah. You know, because before I would try to sell her on stuff and then she would protect herself. And then so she would be like super negative and critical and put on like that. I felt like it was like a wet blanket. Every time I come to her, it was like pff, wet blanket. No. Mm -hmm. And so eventually, no, it just, so um, our role is like, I bring stuff to her. She can, she brings confirmation to a lot of what I have to say. Mm -hmm. um, she will bring suggestions that will kind of, even when at times I feel irritated sometimes because maybe I think my idea is pretty amazing. And then she'll still want to like poke at it a little bit. <laughs> um, I may be a little bit annoyed by it in the moment, but I've also, because of that, I'm like, then, then, then I'm like, well, then I actually find a better solution because of her pointing out that little thing. Mm -hmm. So in the moment, I still, I still have to be very mindful of keeping, you know, maintain, you know, not get not getting triggered by why mm -hmm. she's asking me these questions and why she's poking holes in my idea. I just let it happen and it almost always leads to a better outcome. Mm -hmm. And then when she has ideas, she brings it to me and mm -hmm. they're pretty and much almost always really good. And 
I'm like, sure, babe, that sounds great. Let's do that. Yeah. And then the thing too <laughs> that I really like to add to our community. So of course there's a behind the scenes, you know, me and him, you know, um, you know, figuring out like the next steps of, you know, of training or our events. But the one thing that I'm really passionate about of bringing to our community is that hospitality out, you know, element, right? Where mm -hmm. I'm always thinking like, how can I make it like, like I'm just talking about our events for an example, like how can I make it like when you're first stepping through our door of our event, where you're so blown out of the water, like the, that minute, look right? And so it's beyond the like the smiley face or say hi, it's that warm feeling when you go to your grandmother's house. You know what yeah. I mean? And there is the food that's already out. And it's like, you know, are you hungry? Oh, not really. No, but yeah, but you need to eat, you know, right. that, it's that, it's that, but you need to eat anyway, you know, and it's that extra special gifts or that, you know, just that extra element that just, um, to me, it's, it's like how I would want to be treated, of course, um, mm -hmm. when I go to an event, right? And so my brain is always working about how, um, how to make that, that true family and how that all of our events, and, and this is a compliment we get, it's a family reunion. People are like, yeah. our, our events should not be called conference. It should be called family reunions. Yeah. It's a family reunion that you actually want to go to and you <laughs> like everybody that's there, you know? Yeah. So that, that's the role. That's my biggest role. That's like, that's where mm. I take the most like joyful you know, I'm very joyful in that role that I play in the community. That's so good. I want to ask this quick question. So we want to segue in a few seconds over deeper into 100X and what you all are doing and who it's for and all that great, amazing thing. So but I know there are some couples, some married entrepreneurs who are listening and who probably want to know a little bit more about your journey up to where you are right now. And so when we're talking about these roles, did anything do, would you say anything changed for you all or switched for you all um, when you reached your first, you know, your seven figure mark? Did anything change in your home or even how you looked at things or your perception or any of that? I mean, I, I mean, like, I don't think like nothing's really majorly changed since we hit seven figures, I, especially not. I mean, of course, we maybe travel a little bit more, you know, we travel a lot more. We, well, we travel a lot more, <laughs> but literally we've traveled a lot more because of, of 100X. I feel like our last year, you know, we've been traveling a lot more because of 100. There's a lot more freedom. There's a lot more freedom, I believe, mm -hmm. that we have. Um, we, we were building up. So it wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like it was overnight success. It wasn't like zero to a million. Right. So our other business was doing amazing. Right. So we actually hit seven figures in our other business first. So we were doing seven figures as a traditional financial professional, a very boring business, a non, like <laughs> non uh, influencer type business. No one knew who I was. I'm just some Nothing random really guy. Nothing really sexy about it. Nothing right, sexy about right, it at all. Right. I'm just a guy in Vacaville helping clients protect their money from, you know, from a stock market crash. But we right? did it. But what we but did we, was we did it very but well. But we still like we did, we did it. it yeah, right. I mean, like we brought ourselves to it. Like right. we had an amazing. I was in the top one percent of our industry. So we, so I was. We were already. We already built a lifestyle. In that prior business, mm -hmm. we didn't do hundred X for money. We didn't even right. do hundred X 
at all. I mean, like we you guys know the story. Like I like God tricked us into doing this. So we did not need another business. Um, what, what did change was there was a time where our, where I failed as an entrepreneur, where I, we had it, we had, we weren't doing well. I had given my wife a nice lifestyle at a great home and we were doing great. And then I, and then I got distracted with, I got kind of bored with my financial uh, planning practice. I, then I ended up starting to flip some houses and I could, then I, before I know it, I just got carried away. And all of a sudden now I'm in this, now I left my financial planning business where I was making 300, 400, $500,000 a year, taking zero risk. And now I kind of left that aside because now I got so caught up with this flipping business. Mm-hmm. And, and then basically that business, we were doing great when it was small and when it was more of a personal investment model. But when I try to scale that business to go do more, it became a lot more management intensive and detail oriented. That is not my jam. So that business, basically my, my ability to sell my, my gifts, um, my knowledge, my charisma, my work ethic allowed me to build a business bigger than I had the wisdom and the infrastructure to support. And this happens a lot in ministry too. You see these very charismatic preachers, and ministers, they get famous, and all of a sudden you find out some crazy stuff, right? So we went through a hard season. So that whole thing kind of, man, it was rough. The whole thing fell on me, and it was a hard season, like the hardest season, like three years of hell on earth, like millions. Shopping. Shop, I'm grocery shopping at my mom's house. Millions you know. of dollars in the hole. Millions in the hole. Millions Only the hole. putting five or ten dollars of gas at a time. Yeah. I mean, it was. It like, was we very lost hard. the million plus that we had, and then we lost two or three million that we didn't yeah. have. It's yeah, it was amazing. It was it. It was the imagine the worst things in business happening and happen. So, <laughs> for me, what was most important about getting back and hitting seven figures for the first we had seven figures for the first time after going through hell. Right after being in a three-year depression, after wanting to die for the better part of a year. I, I literally wanted to die. Like, my wife and my kids, I am the sole provider. Like, their lifestyle depends on me. And here I am just in this, in this cycle where I can't seem to get out, where I feel like there's no way out. So, mm. just to encourage some people, like, we went from, like, I went from literally – wanting to give up as an entrepreneur, looking for a job, wanting to give up on life within three years and our biggest year ever did over seven figures. So for me, what changed was like, I had to re-earn my wife's trust again as an entrepreneur, as a provider. I had to, as a husband, I believe we're to be Jesus to our wives. We're to be God to our spouse. Like, I, you know, like, obviously I fail miserably most of the time, but like, <laughs> I don't want my wife worried about our finances. I, I, I cannot see any upside to having a wife worrying about finances. That's going to impact every area of your marriage. And so I'm just, the, what makes me the happiest is, yeah, the awards are cool and all that stuff is fun, but like, I've won my wife's trust back. She feels secure her lifestyle, her life, and our kids' lives is no longer in doubt. Like there's, 
there's a businesses, there's mo tons of money in the bank that she can see every day. We could pay for our kids' college. We can just, you know, we that just, was a big things come up like, and just, we know. write a check, like, oh, this happened, right, who cares? Like, so just for me, that's what hitting seven figures did. And then, of course, we hit seven figures now one business. And then the Lord opens this other door now to launch a second business. And we're able to do seven figures in a brand new business, brand new niche, completely online. We're able to hit seven figures in that business in our very first 12 months. Wow. So in, so, an, industry, in an industry that doesn't exist right. with people that allegedly have no money. They're like some of the most brokest people on the planet worth serving. And yet, and we're, and we're grossly undercharging oh, yeah. for what we do, mm -hmm. grossly undercharging. I, we, our peers, my peers, all charge five, ten times more for the same things that we deliver, and not even mm -hmm. that. And here we are, still did seven figures our very first 12 months. And so wow. to me, that's what makes me happy is my wife and kids don't worry anymore about can dad, you know, can dad, can so, dad help provide, and you know what I mean? Right. That's powerful. Thank you for yeah. this. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. Um, I know it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Um, a lot of what you sh shared has definitely been helpful to me as well. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Isn't this amazing? So this is only the first half of the full entire interview that we did with Pedro and Suzette. So stay tuned for part two.